Welcome to the No Filter Highlight Reel, where we take fan favorite live streams to showcase your favorite content. No Filter Network is a premium live streaming platform for content creators that allows hosts to monetize their shows by creating an interactive experience with their audiences. In every No Filter stream, viewers have the option to use a live chat or a feature called Knock to join the live stream themselves. What you're watching now is a recording of a live show, including audience members interacting with the hosts in real time. If you want to view more video replays of this host's show or watch a live stream where you can be a part of the show yourself, then click the link in this episode episode's description or go to nofilter.net to browse our selections of upcoming live streams. You can also start hosting your own podcast on No Filter Network and easily schedule, market, and sell tickets to your own show and replays. Visit the website for more details. Boom! It is Monday and welcome to another edition of It's Hard on nofilter.net. I am Jeremy Roenick here on No Filter. .net, where your opinions matter just as much as mine. Hopefully, I will hear everybody's opinion tonight because there are a lot of good things happening in the National Hockey League right now. I'm actually watching the Pittsburgh Islander game. I'm going to have the Toronto-Montreal game on my phone, so kind of watching everything that's going on because like every year, and I'm sure everybody out there is the same as me, playoffs are the best time in sports, the best Hockey, it is the best entertainment value. For some reason, whenever the playoffs start in hockey, that's when we get the best hockey. Well, unless you're the Edmonton Oilers, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, It is playoff hockey, and I don't know if many of you guys know this, but NHL players get paid through the regular season. So when April 6th comes and everybody's played their last game, that's when the checks stop coming. That's when the teams stop paying the players. Yes, of course, there are bonus structures for winning rounds or how far you go. If you want to Stanley Cup, you get bonuses. But nothing like the checks they get from their regular salaries on the 15th and the 30th because those are massive checks because a lot of people, a lot of people make a lot of money these days in the National Hockey League. What's up, Brendan? Good to see you, buddy. Love being with you this week. You are the man. Um, played great golf. Stephen Luker, as usual, you're here. Love having you guys here. But talking about the playoffs and talking about why NHL players are the best, not only the nicest guys in the world, not only the most respectful, but they play their best hockey when they're not being paid their big salaries. It's all about winning the cup. It's all about the chase. It's all about trying to win the most difficult trophy in sports, the Stanley Cup. And they play the hardest. They sacrifice the most. And if you think about it, it's every other day, pounding, pounding, playing seven-game series. And when you play one team over and over again in the playoffs, I'm telling you, the hatred comes in, the, the aggravation, the frustration the bumps, the bruises, the wounds. Um, playoffs is so hard, so difficult, and you see what's happening in some of these series. This Pittsburgh Islanders series, this is going to be, I think, a long one. Uh, Nashville, Carolina. Like, anybody see this coming? I-, I didn't. Hey, Raj, your boys are up. What's going on, Rajiv? Your boys are up one nothing. How good is, is this series going to be? And I'm telling you that it's – 
I just tweeted out that Toronto has their hands full because Montreal gives them fits all the time. Plus, Toronto has the playoff blues. They have not won. They have not won a series. Rajiv, you know this. What's up, Joe Manuel? Thanks for coming on, buddy. Rajiv, you know this, that the Toronto Maple Leafs have not won a playoff series since I sniped one past Eddie Belfour's. Knocked him out of the playoffs in 2004. I know you remember that one. Dave Siviero, I love that you're on, and I know that hurt you at the time. That was not good because you're a big Leafs fan, but um, that was great for me. After I scored that goal, Toronto didn't make the playoffs for nine years, and they still haven't won a series since. But, but you guys will like this. Thanks, Craig. Niner, that was my favorite goal, too. Um, but I am saying this to you. I'm saying, I hope Toronto wins. So, Rajiv and Dave and all you other uh, big fans out there, um, don't be mad at me because I scored. Be happy with me because I want Toronto to win the series. I want it for a lot of reasons. For Toronto Maple Leaf fans, for my buddy Joe Thornton, who I love. I want Toronto to win because I love Austin Matthews. Um, even though Anderson's not in net, he's my boy. I love Anderson. Um, so Toronto needs to win a series because since I scored in 2004, they have not won a series in the playoffs. And that just sucks for some of the most famous and most popular and most rabid fans in the National Hockey League. So um, Nylander scored tonight too. Rajiv, Nylander, like he's waking up. He's playing some great hockey. Oh, Mark Burko. Mark Burko? Mark, you're talking about the Spezza. Guys, you got to see this, okay? Since you just talked about Spezza, okay? So Jason Spezza, great player, plays for Toronto. Uh, something happened tonight, and I got to show you this because it's so sick. Uh, hold on one second. I'm going to get rid of this. Hold on. Um, it was so sick what happened. Sorry, I'm not, I'm definitely not. Can you guys see me again? Can you guys see me? Because I pressed the wrong button. God, I hate computers, but I'm back on, I'm back. So, because back, I gotta find, I gotta find this, uh, this Jason Spezza um play tonight i had it all booted up so i am sorry that i have to do this but I, I, it's this is just this is too good because jason spezza uh did got absolutely robbed tonight by hey joe you know this by harry price and it was sick so this is what i'm going to show you um hold on guys just deal with me one second I had this booted up, so sorry, because I pressed the wrong damn button and went out. Oh, man, this is terrible. All right, let me try to boot this up again, okay? I'm going to boot this up. Okay, hold on. I am going to stop it. Now I'm going to go back on to my no filter. Okay, here we go. You ready? Sorry, everybody. Craziness. Craziness. Hold on. All right, so I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to pick up this 
this BETSA goal. See if I can get this on with you guys. Jeez. Ah, did I miss it? God damn. Sorry, everybody. This is terrible. I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I did this. What are you guys doing? Were you guys making fun of me right now? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, uh, what, what's everybody saying? Because this is funny. I'm actually sweating right now. I'm like sweating because I made a mistake. Fuck! Damn it! What does it say? Uh, thank God you played hockey. Yeah, I know. Anyway, some somebody somebody come. Thank thank God you didn't play hockey like you type. I know, I know, I know it's terrible. But maybe I can maybe I can get it up again. Um, but he's just terrible. I know. I'm just. It's just terrible. Terrible. What happened? Um, so anyway. You're getting some crazy, crazy uh, series. Let's talk about Edmonton. Let's talk about Winnipeg. What the fuck? Seriously, guys, what the fuck is wrong? What the fuck is wrong with the Edmonton Oilers? Like, can they, can they seriously, like, wake the fuck up and start playing some real hockey? I'm going to try this again, guys. So um, I'm just going to try it again. I'm <laughs> sorry. Um, Last night, if anybody didn't see this this debacle of a game, um, which was absolutely unbelievable, so four one, four one, Edmonton is up. Edmonton is up four one, and this unbelievable, unbelievable stupidity of a play uh, by. Josh Archibald, if you guys didn't see it, he went low on, see if I can bring it up. I got to bring it up somehow. Trust me. I got to do it because this is just too much. I got to, I had these all up, and, but I got to bring it up. I'm sorry. You guys got to deal with me um, because it is so bad. All right. Let's bring it up. Okay. All right. Here. Um, but I just don't understand why people do such stupid fucking things in in uh, in in these games. It just I don't know if you guys can see me here. I don't know if you guys can see me. I'm not going to move on because I've got to show this. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Sorry. Okay, you ready? Watch. Watch what happens. Okay. Sunday night in Winnipeg in game three of a season. Oilers forward Josh Archibald cut across the path of Jets defender Logan Stanley and went low, catching Stanley in the legs. What are you doing, Josh Archibald? Archibald is in every position to make safe legal shoulder contact on a proper angle. Instead, he drops exaggeratedly low and cuts dangerously directly across. The you pussy! What are you doing? Other options available to perform a hockey The effort required. Look at Josh Archibald go at his knees. That is such bullshit, guys. I'm telling you right now, that is such bullshit. It it's just it's so 
uncalled for. And when you're in a playoff game and you're winning four to one with nine minutes left in the hockey game and you're already down two games to nothing, you don't do stupid shit like that. I mean, granted, not only in playoffs, you don't do stupid shit like that in the playoffs, especially when you're winning 4-1 and it is nine minutes left, but you just don't do that, period. That is such BS, bullshit, chicken shit hockey, and it's dirty. And Josh Archibald, I think he should have got more than one game. One game was being nice. Now, I know he's only five foot nine, hundred and seventy pounds, but then stay away from the fucking guy. Stay away from the defenseman. He's 6'5". He's massive. Isn't he huge? He probably got there and was like, oh, my God, this guy's so big. I got to get down underneath. It's such, it was such a bullshit play. Bring on uh, bring on Niner. We'll have a little Niner, uh, 90 by Niner. But, I mean, can, the, can Edmonton get any fucking worse? I mean, can anybody else show up except Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl at least once? There he is. What's up, Niner? What's up, everybody? How you doing? Did you see me lose my station? I, like, pressed the wrong button. I came out. Thank goodness everybody's here. I love everybody. Mark, Rajiv, Trevor, Paul, Sabatini, Lisa Siviero's here. Dave Siviero's here. Thank you guys for dealing with my stupidity of a brain, you know, I'll say it, brain-dead computer skills. But anyway, so you saw that game last night. Edmonton. A must win. They had they they had to win that game to pretty much have a chance to win this series. And what a fucking donkey Archibald goes down and does a play like that. You know that how bad that is in hockey and how how disrespectful that is. Well, first of all, I want to apologize to all your fans. I was trying to get on Monday night when you had Talkit on. It, it wasn't the Wi-Fi that was bad. I got stuck. I was trying to help him fill out his unemployment papers, and I got delayed. So, first of all, that's why I wasn't on Monday night. Well, you wanted the damn stimulus check like the rest of us, I guess. So, I apologize. Like everybody else in the country. But, like everybody uh, else yeah, in the country networking. Right, right? So, uh, yeah. I wanted to take a pot shot at him real quick. But um, getting back to, to the game last night. So, obviously – you know, watching the game, it's a huge turning point. We we know the end result, but we were talking earlier and we're like, what what's Archibald even trying to do to prove with the hit at the blue line as the as a six foot seven defenseman is dumping it in? It's not like he was a threat. So, like you said, just stay away from him, run into him, do a flyby. There's no rhyme or reason to even want to take a hit or or, or run at him. So. You know, not that Edmonton wasn't in a big enough hole as as it was, but uh, you know they're they're done tonight. There's no way they can come out of that. that oh, so you think they, you you don't think they come back at all and have? Well, listen. And I'm if, and, and I and I picked them to win the series when we when we were going over it with Jovo. Um, yeah, I, listen. There's a lot of reasons why Edmonton's not going to win this series, and that debacle last night. I mean, even, even Connor McDavid gave up. Gave up a, a, a pizza yeah. for the third for the for the second for the third goal, right? Then another turnover, bad turnover for the tying goal. And then you can't lose a face off that cleanly. And guess who didn't get out to stop that puck and get a stick in the lane and Archibald. block a shot? Was Archibald. Josh Archibald again. So not only did he take the stupid fucking penalty, 
but then he doesn't do his job on the faceoff, ends up in the back of the net. But I mean, Edmonton hey, has I, four. I forget. Speaking of that goal, though, real quick, that winger by the Jets did a great job at doing a slight little pick on him, though, to get out there too. Yeah, just perfect, just perfect position, just just yeah. enough where he couldn't get. And Ehlers, by the way, to pull it, change the angle, get yeah. it away from that. I mean, that was Ehlers' first playoff game. That's his first game. He hasn't played in 20 nights, and he scores two goals. That's yeah. the way you play in the playoffs. That's the way you support your best players, right? You have people that help. Edmonton has nobody that helps. It's Connor McDavid or it's Leon Dreisaitl. Nugent Hopkins is nowhere to be found. That's Some, it. They need a bloodhound. They need a bloodhound to go find out where the fuck Nugent Hopkins is. He has yeah. zero points in three games minus three. Their their best player last night could have been Cassian. Cassian scored a great goal. Happen, you know, gritty, get to the loose pucks in the corners. So. And you're not going to win a series if Cassian's your best player. It's not happening. You know, I think you have Dreisaitl has scored, Cassian has scored, um, Jujak Hara scored, and uh, Pyarvi scored. By the way, Pyarvi did a fucking flyby on 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 the Morrissey's goal to tie the game up. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing? You don't do flybys. You stop. You stay in front of the puck. You do the right things. It's crazy. I'm gonna. Yeah. You know, uh, on your show, probably a month and a half ago, we were talking about Winnipeg, and you know, quietly a sleeper, great depth. You know, uh, got have have guys that can score, grit, get it done, yada yada yada. Right. Then, one of your shows towards the end of the season when Winnipeg was struggling. They were struggling, and that's what made me kind of go to Edmonton to win that series because Winnipeg did struggle down the stretch. But a couple months ago, we knew how deep they were and how good they were and battle-tested. So in my head, I'm like, why am I picking Edmonton? I'm going up and down that roster looking at the stats. I'm like, there's no comparison if you look at Winnipeg's roster and Edmonton's roster. Why did I go Edmonton? I mean, and by the way, you win you win playoff games with toughness and defense, right? And and yeah. Edmonton doesn't have either of that. And Paul Sabatini says you're right; they need some grit. And Mark Mark says um, the oil is done. There's no question; um, they couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat. That's a my good boy, one. Paul. My that. boy, Paul. That was my winger growing up uh, in youth hockey. And boy, could he snipe. Well, he, maybe he should go play for Edmonton because they have they have <laughs> no, they have no game. They absolutely have no game. I, I, it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy when 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 the role players when they there's no secondary scoring because I you know I was looked at to score points every game and if I didn't do that then I wanted to have a good chance to win the game and have have people help me help me score goals. If I was Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, I'd be in that locker room going, boys, what the fuck is going on? Like, does it have to be us every single time? So, I mean, God, it, it it would frustrate the hell out of me. I see you're watching the Toronto game right there. Is it yeah. 2-1 now? 2-1 Toronto. 2-1 Toronto, nice goal, by Morgan, nice goal by Morgan Riley. That was a good one. Rajiv, uh, I'm going to let you go, Craig. I loved it. Awesome stuff. You're the best. One other thing. One other thing. I got to say one other thing. I want to come up with a WTF segment. And my WTF for tonight is – why do the players and the coaches all get tested for COVID? And if they're negative, they get to play. The players don't have to wear a mask, but the backup goalie and the coaches are wearing masks on the bench. WTF, help me with this. 
WTF, and this is what's even more stupid, is the NHL has so many COVID restrictions and policies, and they have so many rules down the line, right? And they're always with each other. They're in the locker rooms together. They're, you know, they're on the buses together. They're on planes together. And there's nobody in the stands, and they're wearing masks. What the fuck is a mask doing for you, coaches? Like, National Hockey League, wake up. I know I've said that before. Get the masks off the fuck. What do you got? Half of them are pulling it out to talk. They're not wearing it in the locker room in intermission. The National National Hockey League is, they're they're doing it, they're doing it for aesthetics. They're just, they're doing it for the people to see it. They already tested negative. What are they going to wear for? They're all tested negative. And a lot of them have gotten the the vaccine. vaccine. Yeah. So why are you wearing a mask? Like it's this. The stupidity. And you know what? The National Hockey League just doesn't want to get people to yell at them on social media that they're not following protocol. It's all about making sure people don't get mad at them and don't get canceled. Like, yeah. go fuck yourself. Take the mask well, that off. That WTF segment's brought to you by Kettle One. Nice. nice. Kettle One. My favorite. So, no. Hey, coaches need to take the mask off. National Hockey League needs to get back to normal life like everybody is right now. They, that mask is not protecting them on that bench because it's just, it's ridiculous. Way to go, Niner. You're the best. Good stuff. See you guys. Have a good show. So let's kind of move on, see if I can get, uh, see if I can get Rajiv on here from Toronto because I'm sure that they're excited right now that Toronto is up two to one after one. And there he is. What's up, Rajiv? What's up, buddy? I got all the Leaf crew here. Yay! I love it. Fantastic. Hey, guys, welcome to Hits Hard. I don't have to ask where you guys are because you're up in beautiful <laughs> Toronto watching, watching, this, uh, watching this awesome game. So, listen, I'm, I apologize for the opening of my show. I said they haven't won a series in, in, in forever, in 17 years. <laughs> yeah, but thanks. Is it going to happen this year? Yes. I hope so. I hope. We need, you know what? Austin, Marner, what a great tag team. They're just amazing. You said it in the last show. I, I think right now this is the time for them to step up, step up. Big injury to JT, but I think it's our year. Well, I think they have to. Having John Tavares for another year and what happened to John, that, that's a motivating factor right there. you gotta, you got you to gotta rally behind your captain. Then having Joe Thornton there this year. This is this is another year where their veterans really get their point and and get their grit and get that playoff mentality drilled into some of these guys. Obviously, it's work it's it's working. Some of these guys are playing some some great hockey right now. Uh, Morgan Riley just scored. You're getting some uh, some quality scoring opportunities. And I'll, I'll tell you what, it's as hard as it's going to be for Toronto against Montreal. This one will feel really good if they can pull it out. I I agree. And you know what we were talking the last time. We gotta win for Joe as well, right? I know you're a big fan of Dumbo Joe and you know back in his Boston days, but uh, Joe, that's uh, these older guys. He got, you know, it's, it's their time to win one of those. I know you. It was it eluded you in your career, so maybe you gotta pass that torch yeah. on to to some of your veteran friends. Yeah, it would be it would be awful for me if Joe Thornton went his whole career without winning a Stanley Cup. That would suck. But and I, but I also know how passionate. Everybody up there in Toronto is about hockey and about their Maple Leafs. And it would be great to see that cup come back to Toronto, at least in my lifetime. I'd love to see it. Yeah, if you saw the million people with the, the Raptors, 
imagine how many people will show up for the Leafs parade. I mean, I, I'm probably going to be the commissioner of the parade and start getting it all set up right now. I got a couple of girls who would like to say hello to the Leafs fans. Hi, Russ. How are you? Yes. You you guys are too young to remember when I played, so you don't remember me scoring against Toronto back in 2004. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's awesome. I love it. Well, Rajiv, you're the best. You're the best, Rajiv. Thanks for coming on. Go Leafs. And uh, we'll sell, keep celebrating. I know you guys had a good pregame cocktail uh, bash going, so good luck to the Toronto tonight. Thanks so much. Stay safe. We'll talk soon. Okay, pal. Let's bring on uh, – we'll keep bringing on the guests because the guests are popping out like, like crazy tonight. By the way, I am going to give um, a bobblehead. I know it's a Flyers. I know there's some Flyers guys out there. What's up, Corey? I'm just showing up. I'm going to be this might be you. I'm giving away a uh, Flyers picture and a Flyers bobblehead for for the best the best guest tonight. So it might be you. So, I think this, this might be what is this the first time that you're joining me, Corey? No, I think I was on your first ever show. It was cool. The next day, I texted everyone I knew that I got to speak to you, and it was it was awesome. I love it. it. So it's just so what, the absolute best. You're the best, man. So what's what's exciting you about these playoffs so far, and who you're rooting for? Well, so Bruins fan. So I, I'm I'm excited, obviously. Uh sitting around waiting for round two. I was a little nervous after round after the first game because the caps yeah. seemed like bigger, faster, stronger. And I was like, damn, we can't get to the neutral zone. We can't do anything. And we were able to figure it out pretty quick. My biggest thing is Rask played great the past two games. One goal he let in game four was off Carl, uh, Carlos Skate. I mean, there's nothing you could do about that. And then the last game he was sleeping, but I think this team's going to go as far as he can take them. You know, he wasn't there last year yeah. before they go to game seven. I, I think this might be the year. And I, I feel bad because he takes a lot of crap locally. And it's he plays great a huge percentage of the time. It's just, you know, leaving the bubble. And I understand it was for personal reasons, family stuff and things like But those are the things people remember. A couple of years ago, uh, we were a fringe playoff team. The last game of the year, if we were a win, we're in. Yep. And he was sick. You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, come on, man. Play through that stuff. And I think, hopefully, I, I hope he can win a cup because he's been a great goalie for a long time for us. Um, but I'm well, excited. What, I, he seems he seems locked and loaded. I he, I think he's only given up really two, two like, shitty goals over the last yeah. 10 or 15 games. So, mm -hmm. But – I picked the Bruins. I picked the Bruins to win this series, and a lot of people thought I was crazy. But I, I, I'm always critical on Washington because of one thing: they think that they can just put on their skates and come onto the ice and just go through the motions because they have a talented roster and win. And they just got schooled by a team that shows you what true professionalism and how you work a system, how a team plays to a system, how role players support the superstars and they played a 200 foot game that just frustrated the shit out of Washington. So Backstrom only had one assist Kuznetsov that played three games had nothing. When you have Evgeny Kuznetsov get zero points, how, how, how are you going to, how, how are you guys going to win? Ovechkin was good. He had two and two for four points, but their power play sucked. 
The power play was no good. They were only like what, 14%. You win playoff series with support from your role players and, and special teams. Right. 14% on the power play, and there was 73% killing the penalty. Like Washington wasn't even, wasn't prepared to play a game as as dedicated as the Bruins were. Right, yeah. And, I mean, you know, coming into the season, we lose Krug, we lose Chara. Love them to death, but I'm glad they're golfing and we're not, you know? I felt bad for Chara. I mean, I, I watched the line. I was really impressed. I loved watching the handshake line and watched all the yeah. Bruins and give – so much respect to Chara, their ex-captain, people that, that that absolutely love him, and I felt bad for Chara. I don't. I, do you think he comes back for another year, or is it is it this it for him? I think he might be done. You know, because I mean, you, what are you going to do? Come. I mean, it depends. I think a couple things are going to have to shake out. He waited a long time to make his decision this year, so I mean, we'll have to see. You know, what's Ovi going to do? He'll probably come back. He'll figure it out. But what is that team going to look like? And you know, it, it all comes down to what he's trying to accomplish. You know what I yeah. mean? He's made, trying to make another deep runner. He just love playing. I think all those things are going to factor in. Well, I'll tell you what. I think they need his leadership in that locker room. I, I know Alex Ovechkin is a good leader, but still, the, the, you, I just think the, the language barrier just is, is, is hard to be, you know, the captain in a locker room like that. Zdeno Chara, having him there one more year to be that kind of that, 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 lead, that leader uh, aspect. Um, would be great if I was if I was the GM. I'd say, hey, listen, why don't you just play for the minimum? Play because you love the game. That way, we can free up some cap space right. to get Alex Ovechkin. And you know, nothing against you, but if you really want to play, I think he's what forty. What's he now? 40, 42, 43. 43 years old. Yeah. Um, but you know, you look at the Bruins. The Bruins. You know, Pasternak was awesome. Had six points. Charlie McAvoy five points. Bergeron three goals, four points. Marshawn, three goals. Taylor Hall, by the way, two goals. Yeah. So he's playing great hockey. You know, I was wrong about him going into the trade deadline, but I did say that when you get a change of venue, sometimes yeah. it rejuvenates you, and Taylor Hall has taken advantage of that. Gina Bertacci, I know Oshi was good. He, you know, he did play pretty well. He had three points, but um, not enough. So. Way to go with your Boston Bruins, Corey. I'm going to let you so, go. Great so, stuff. So, Thank you. One, one, one last thing. One, one oh. last thing. I already got an autographed photo from a Legends on the Link thing with you. But obviously nice. not a Flyers fan at all. However, that bobblehead would look great next to this Ronick Arizona Coyotes bobblehead. You're the guy, man. You are the my favorite American hockey player of all time, man. Thank you, my brother. I really appreciate it, my man. John Duffin, right, I know you would want that. John Duffin, I know you would want that being in Philly. Keep uh, keep these uh, guests coming because you guys have some great takes. Uh, Shane, see if you come on. But uh, boss, I'm telling you what, guys, don't be afraid. Of, don't be um, surprised if the Boston Bruins make a quick run right to the finals, right to the Stanley Cup finals. I mean, that's how good I think they looked. I mean, Patrice Bergeron, what it, that line. A lot of people are talking about. Um, What's up there, Shane? Hey, buddy. How are you? Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, pal. I'm just talking about how good that number one line in Boston with Patrice Bergeron, Marchand, and, and Pasternak are. I think they're the best line in hockey. A lot of people think McKinnon, uh, Rantanen, and Landeskog are. Granted, they're playing pretty fucking good hockey, too. But I just – I love watching and the chemistry 
of that line play. They dominated the Washington Capitals. I don't know who your favorite team is. I see the shirt it's on, so but they're not playing anymore. So maybe you they're can give me some uh, from your opinion. Well, I absolutely agree with you. The past the line with uh, with Bergeron, they're absolutely absolutely dominating out there. And the other line that that is really the Nathan McKinnon line. Like they seem to always have the puck. They're always, always. coming at you. Like That's it's because they're it's beasts. All of them are beasts yeah. of men. They're strong, yeah. big. They can fly. They're powerful, and they do and it differently it, than that other line. But. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? It kind of reminds me of the Sedins back where they just all seemed to know where they were all the time, or even before that, back back when Great Ottawa point. had their prime with with Heatley and Spezza and Alfredson. Like that line, the chemistry on that line was 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 next to none. They were always seemed to have the puck. They always had scoring chances. So it's it's for me. It's it's the Bergeron line and the McKinnon line is just is on another level right now. Yeah, well, and again, uh, Mark. They say Mark Stone, Mark Burko said the Stone line is good in Vegas too, but not not to the level of these. Um, did you did you see did you see that dumbass Josh Archibald look go low on on uh, on Slaney the other day last night? Yeah, I was. Did you see that? I was watching that. Last night. I saw that. I couldn't believe my eyes that it was all happening. I'm a like. Being a Canadian, I absolutely love Connor McDavid, and I feel so bad for him. I feel so bad that yeah. he's in this situation. It's like you said earlier, someone's got to help. Help the guy out. Like, he, like, like, come on. Like, somebody step up. And, you know, it's I mean, funny because I watched that play. On the- he needs to score goals. He needs to score goals. He has zero goals in this series. But it's still not his fault. No, that that's right. And you said that you nailed it, you nailed it on the head earlier when you're when you you the Nick Ehlers, How did he see that wide open on that goal? Like like no challenge on that play. So you, someone's got to get to him. It's five on five. Take a man. I just couldn't believe yeah, that the how it, it was. Yeah, yeah. I you know it's 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 frustrating watching stuff like that happen in playoffs. And I'm and listen. I'm sure Archibald felt bad all day today, which he should. And hopefully his team bails him out tonight. But. Uh, my God, Nugent Hopkins, no good. Yamamoto, no good. Um, you know, they, they need somebody to step up. Paul Yarvey, Paul Yarvey has scored, but he's yeah. one of only four guys who scored. But he was, he was a, he was awful defensively. But I mean, I don't know. It's, it, it, it drives me crazy seeing shit like that happen in hockey. But, um, which, uh, which, which, who, who are you pulling for the whole way since your Hawks are not in, in it? Who you want to win? The Hawks are the Hawks aren't in it. You know what? I'm I'm going for Colorado this time. That's the team I'm going to cheer for. And there's no real rhyme or reason. My brother's a Colorado fan, so I think that it would be it would be nice for them to to win the cup. I've been spoiled the past ten years with the Hawks winning over and over and over and and seeing them win. But it would be I'd like to see Colorado win it. I, I think you know. And right. um, what's your what's your opinion on this North Division not playing with no fans? Like you know what I mean? Like it, wouldn't that have a like if so if they when they cross over. Like, how is it going to work? So, like, the, if the Leafs come out of the North, do they play their home games with no fans against an American team with fans? Or how, what is this going to look like? It just seems yeah. like it's such a disadvantage. Yeah, well, the government of Canada is going to have to let up and uh, allow these teams to come up. Now, when they do come up, I'm sure they're going to be restricted to their hotel. They're going to be restricted to back and forth to the arena. Um, I was talking with Joe, who's watching the show right now, uh, and his son lives uh, up in Canada. And he was talking about how his mom, his, his mom lives in, a, in, a, in Cape Breton, which is another is is just over um, from I think where was it from uh, Cape Breton to 
somewhere in Nova Scotia. I don't know where it is, but they're two different cities. Halifax. Thanks, Joe. So from Halifax to Cape Breton, Canadians aren't even allowed to leave their city. Like he can't leave Halifax to drive wow. to Cape Breton to visit his mom. I mean, what they're doing in Canada right now to their people and to the businesses is it's it's nothing short of communism. You can't, well, yeah, that, you literally get arrested if you get in a car and drive to another city. I mean, yeah. I don't know how they're doing it up there. Lisa, Lisa Siviero, I don't know how you're doing it. David says it sucks. Um, I mean, it's, it's, I thought we had it bad here in California in a democratic state. I don't want to get all pop stuff, but Canada has it a hundred times worse than we have it in the States. Because that prime minister, that president up there is such a fucking donkey. And he, all he wants <laughs> to do is have it's crazy, but it's okay. Yeah, no, I just feel like it's a disadvantage. These teams are playing in front of their fans and they're, they're, they seem to be flying. And then I, like the North Division just seems a little sloppy and we all around. And maybe it is because yeah. of fans. You're playing in front of, you're playing beer league hockey in front of empty, in front yeah. of empty seats. It can't be the same, JR, when beating yeah. off the roar of the crowd. Hey, I, I love how Winnipeg put white put white uh, white paper in every every chair, so it was still yeah. white out. They good like try, white out. yeah. Good try, guys, but it doesn't. <laughs> it's not the same. Way to go, Shane. We'll chat soon again, pal. Sounds good, Jr. You do. You're the best. Yeah, it's, it, it is going to be interesting to see what happens here when uh, when they do let uh, when they get to the finals, and then that team, or at least the conference finals, when the teams have to go uh, across the border. Uh, just, gosh, it's just amazing, amazing what's happening up there in Canada. So Lisa, David, Carla, all you guys up there in Canada, keep keep battling, keep battling because it's going to open up soon and hopefully you guys will be free from the house and free from all the restrictions and all that stuff. Uh, let me, uh, let me, let me bring on, um, I'm going to bring on my boy, Trevor. Uh, he always brings me good takes because I'm going to ask him about Nashville, Carolina. And what an unbelievable series, 2-2. Never did not see this coming. Here's the team that finished tops in the tops in the East, number one in their division. What's up, Trevor? How we doing? Not much. Just watching this Florida Panther debacle. How they should have started Spencer Knight from the first game. Well, like I thought that was gonna be a great series, man. Seriously, we were so looking forward to this matchup. Battle of Florida. The first game was absolutely spectacular. Mm -hmm. It was 5-4. There were fights. It was great goals. It was back and forth and all. And and then nothing. Now now Tampa's taking over. It sucks because I, I had a future in for the Florida Panthers gambling wise when when these um this win versus oh, Tampa. Now yeah, now we know why you hate the series because you're gonna lose your bet. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I've been doing it. I've been betting overs for the Panthers, and it's been hitting every night. Like the, the yeah, overs. They, they, I, I, they, I think they, the, you're what, what WTF segment goes to Joel Quinville. He should have started Spencer Knight from the get-go. Bobrovsky's just a regular season goalie who got overpaid because he got he looked so good in Columbus and there's no, no great defenseman defenseman in Florida. They have every offensive defenseman you got. From the from C to signing C. Yeah, right? I, you know, I, listen, I don't, I, I didn't think Bobrovsky has played well at all. What well, since no. he's been in Florida, since he signed that big contract, and you know, we had Jovanovski on here last week, and he said that he's been like great down the stretch, but 
is it's pretty it's amazing how Kucherov can come back after missing a whole year and absolutely light it up the way he has nine yeah. points leading the league, leading the league in points uh probably tied with McKinnon now but I mean this, didn't Peter he's Forsberg so good their power play is so good yeah didn't Peter Forsberg like didn't miss the whole like oh one oh two season and he just came back for the playoffs and like that oh one oh two season yeah and by the way that and by the way, they don't do they don't dominate when they come back because they're rested. They come back to dominate because they're fucking smart and they're yeah. good and they know how to play in certain situations. They know where to to give to to put their output. They know where to um, to keep their energy when to expend their energy. Uh, they do things in the game that allows them to play uh, a less uh, I think of a exhausting game. But that Kucherov, he just he's so smart and he uses he uses the power play. To boost his team because that's where he's the most special is anchoring that power play and Absolutely. man he's, his one-timers and all that stuff it doesn't hurt that Stamkos is playing some great hockey and Braden Point is playing some great hockey and their secondary their secondary players the role players are as good as anybody in the league without question absolutely I got a quick question for you yeah. who's in charge of the Edmonton Oilers putting only having two dominant players and no one else showing up that's some bullshit that's going on with the Oilers right but it's been that way it's been that way for like 10 years and they've had what five number one picks four number one picks so it's like crazy. i mean i hope they, i hope they've changed their, i hope they've changed the whole scouting staff because they've with the exception of Connor mcdavid who who which was obviously a, a no-brainer with the no-brainer yeah he's the generational he's the generational player um they 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 missed they missed i mean taylor hall was good when he first got there but they traded him after three or four years so yeah, so for Adam Larson, which is even hilarious. Yeah, you don't trade your first pick, you know, when in three years. So their their scouting staff missed the boat, and I hope they've changed because it, their character, their to me, their character is no good because I they agree. don't play they don't play as a team together the way you're supposed to. They don't play the, you know, you watch. I'm watching the Islander game right now in Pittsburgh. And you know Pittsburgh's a really good hockey team, and they have. Learned, I have that over, by the way, five and a half. Oh well, I think I, you should get that. Pittsburgh does a lot of overs too, for some reason. That not because it's just Crosby. But. I've I've been, I've been betting Pittsburgh overs all all year, overs for Penguins all year, especially against the Devils. It's easy. So, but these teams are hard to play against. The Boston Bruins are hard to play against. The Islanders are hard to play against. Carolina, hard to play against. Um, like teams like Washington, teams like Edmonton, they're not hard to play against because there, yeah. there's no, there's no team, there's no team grit, there's no team toughness, right? It, like if you're a, if you're a star, you can, you can find holes against some of these teams and not oh, yeah. get anybody to bother you, right? You can't do that against the Islanders. You can't do that against Boston. Somebody is in your face constantly. Pittsburgh has learned how to do that. And by the way, Crosby has been absolutely spectacular. Nice to see Malkin score again tonight. That was huge. You know, I'm absolutely. a big Malkin fan, but this is a good. This was the one series that I I had absolutely no no um, idea who was going to win. Pittsburgh. Me neither. I I was it was like throwing darts for me because I knew it was like some of them I just throw them or whatever. Um. By the way, since you brought up the, your time that when you beat the Maple Leafs in 2003-4, yeah. the last time the Maple Leafs won a playoff series, I was in fifth grade. And when you scored that goal, because I went to school with a lot of Maple Leaf fans, I wore yeah. one of my old J Jeremy Roenick jerseys to class that day, to private school. 
and I got sent home because I wanted to troll every Maple Leafs fan there to see them cry. So I was collecting <laughs> tears. Oh man, I'll tell you what, I um, it's my favorite goal. It was my favorite goal of all time. I yep. granted it was it got us into the into the the conference final, but it was against Eddie Belfour. It was in Toronto, and you know. A lot of Toronto Maple Leaf fans don't like me because of that, but I still love them. All that, I, all I that wore that stuff. jersey to Catholic school that day. My mom said, like, you are about to get thrown out for the day. I was like, I don't care. And I did. Yeah. Everyone was like, every Leaf fan saw me. was like, just don't even start. <laughs> well, listen, I'm going to move on to my next segment. Trevor, way to go, buddy. Really appreciate it. Care, I'm going to kind of leave a little bit of the playoff action uh, in terms of the, what's happening here and talk about Nazem Kadri. Uh, he got suspended for eight games for his hit um, last last week. I I don't know if any of you guys saw it, but let me let me pull it up here um, so you guys can see what happened with Nazem Kadri. Um, let me see if I can do it again because um, Nazem Kadri has had some serious serious. Um, Suspensions. Okay, here we go. You ready? Let's take a look at what Naz- Nazem Kadri did, and this is a big hit. So, here's here's the big boy, and then watch Nazem Kadri catch him with a massive hit. Boom! Now you have to know where you are as a player, right? And Falk comes right into that high traffic area. This is why those high traffic areas. Boom are so dangerous to go into. So guys that go in there, the fear, those fearless guys, um, it's it's just a, a, a such a tough place to be caught. And I've been in this situation, I've been in this situation that Nazem Kadri was in, and it is so difficult in this situation to change your route, to look at just hitting the chest, Falk has his head down as he's shooting. Uh, this is a real tough situation. And eight games for a hit to the head in this situation, um, you don't get that many games in playoffs. Usually it's like one or two games. But if you look at Nazem Kadri's past, he's been suspended six times now. Three games for interference, four games for an illegal check to the head, four games for cross-checking three for boarding and five for um, for cross-checking. So he has a huge history of bad hits. Now, is this a bad hit? It's bad because a lot of the contact was to the head. So again, they're making calls because of the initial point of contact with his head. And the fact that he got eight games in the playoffs, they were sending a message to Nazem Kadri. I, I just happened to watch Tom Wilson's, um, you know, Tom Wilson's hits over the last five years and stuff and plays where he made hits and didn't get suspended. And let me tell you, there's seven or eight where the head was the main point of contact, was a principal point of contact. And Tom Wilson didn't get suspended, especially for eight games. Now, he did get suspended for other things, but not like the hit, uh, some of the hits that I saw. But let me ask you this, okay? This is the question. I want somebody to jump in on this. 
The National Hockey League is trying to take away concussions, trying to help prevent people from getting concussions. Their rules are set to make sure that the head is protected, that any hit to the head, especially the main point of contact, is going to be a suspension. Nazem Kadri, this is eight games. Shea Weber, in game two, cross-checked Simmons, Wayne Simmons, in the head. Cross-checks him, and he gets a $5,000 fine. Tom Wilson punches Buchnevich when he's laying on the ice. He punches him in the head when he's defenseless, laying on the ice, which, is, which would be like an assault if he was off the ice. Punches. Tom Wilson punches Buchnevich in the head. Is punching somebody in the head not the principal point of contact, being the head? Why does he only get a $5,000 fine? So if the National Hockey League is going to protect these players from concussions, then why isn't every stupid hit or stupid cross-check or an a assault-type punch on a defenseless guy who's on the ice to the head, why aren't they all treated the same and get massive suspensions so that this stupid shit stops? Why is, it, why is it bad to make a hit that is right in the middle of play, which is an instinctive play for a hockey player, okay? And he has to, in two seconds, make sure that his shoulder doesn't hit the head in a split second like that. But you can have Tom Wilson sitting in front of somebody, seeing him defenseless, punches him in the head, and then throws around another best player without a helmet and goes into a, a total temper tantrum and he only gets five, $5,000 fine, you have Shea Weber cross-checked Wayne Simmons in the head. Now, he knows what he's doing. He's cross-checking a guy in the head. You have to lift your hands up, cross-check somebody in the head, and that only gets $5,000? National Hockey League needs to – they need to have a huge, huge powwow about how they do their discipline in terms of their headshots. I don't I, – I love George Peros to death. But I think he and the National Hockey League have dropped the ball in so many different ways of suspensions this year. And Nazem Kadri, you know, he's going to be he's going to be out for the whole second round now. Does he deserve it? If you look at his past, yes. There is there is no statute of limitations anymore. It doesn't seem usually it's 18 months. If you don't do anything within 18 months, you'll get you'll get a little bit of reprieve. Not Nazem Kadri. He got the book thrown at him. So somebody, somebody in that disciplinary um, team is not a fan of Nazem Kadri. So um, let's see, let's see who we uh, who we can pick up here. Um, Joe, let's talk about your let's talk about your Montreal Canadiens who look like they might be in a little bit of trouble tonight. They're losing two to one halfway through the game, and of course, Joe has his Montreal Canadian stuff on. Joe, welcome to the show, buddy. How we doing, pal? They are. Uh, it's not looking good, but I, I got my, uh, my my Gallagher is going to score the tying goal. And uh, Maya, by the way, is the only person I know who picked Winnipeg. We do the NHL brackets every year. She beat. She picked Winnipeg to beat Edmonton, didn't you, Maya? Yeah. Oh, Maya. Aaron did too. Yeah. Maya, what 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 would make you think to pick Winnipeg over Edmonton? I want to hear this because obviously. You just you just like you like their jerseys better. 
No, she took a, she, she always picks a bunch of like underdogs, right? Because the favorites never win. So she was, she, no, you, you were strategic about it. Yeah. But I remember, JR, I told you what, to watch Winnipeg, right? You made fun of me when I was, ah, Winnipeg. You know, I, like where everyone's saying how yeah. terrible Edmonton is, you know, when, when Winnipeg plays well, when they play together as a team, four lines, they're kind of, you know, they're tough. They're built for the playoffs. You know, I'm not saying they're like, by the way, no one in the North is going to go very far. Like after I, what I saw the Bruins do, you're watching teams like Vegas. Yeah. You're, you're like, you know, you're, you're watching some of the teams in the West. Like it's, it's, it's pathetic. And I don't know if it's because we're not playing with any fans, like the, the caliber of hockey, Florida, Tampa, the intensity is awesome. I actually thought Florida was going to yeah. skate with Tampa a little bit, but uh, I thought it, it, it's turned out to a, a, a Kind of a shitty series, but maybe Florida can can pull pull something out. They're only down one goal right now. Um, yeah. And hey, so so Noah, hey Noah, just asked me a question. I'd love to get your your into your take on this because I thought it was pretty awesome. After Tavares got injured, yeah, Polito went and fought Corey Perry, and I thought that was just an amazing, uh, I think show show of respect and show of hey something has to happen. And Corey Perry didn't want to fight Polino, but he knew somebody had to step up. And I thought that was a great, uh, I think, a great homage to what hockey is really like and what it used to be like, too. Yeah, I heard after the game, uh, Perry says that Felino told him, hey, look, our captain's down. Let's just do this and let, and go back to playing hockey, right? Like, you see, we, we got to do – like." And, and he said, look, if it was your captain, you'd do the same with me, right? And and so it's yeah. like, it settled the game right away. It was awful. It was a horrible injury. It was an accident, obviously, right? Everyone yeah. acknowledged that. But, yeah, I mean, you got to, like, your captain's down on the ice. you got to do something, right? Like, I, I get it. Yeah. It's code, right? Yeah, I know. I, I just I just thought that was great. Two, two KG vets that knew the game, knew what needed to be done, and yeah. they did it, and, it went, and the game went on. And we just hope that Tavares is, is feeling okay, gets back yeah. for the next round. If Toronto can pull this off, uh, that would be – Florida just scored, so it's 1-1. One, one. So nice. That's good. We were just talking about that. So I'm sure, uh, Trevor's, very, I'm sure uh, Trevor's happy about that in Connecticut right now because he has a bet. On, so, uh, on the Kadri thing, uh, I want to answer your question, JR. So Kadri got eight games because Wilson got nothing. The outrage when Wilson didn't get suspended, I think influenced. I, you know, there's part of me that there's part of me that believes that too. You know, there's part of me that believe that too. I just, I mean, now he's definitely been not not a a fair player. Kadri, yeah. even when he was in Toronto, mostly he's he's a pretty, he's been pretty dirty at times. So th- yeah, I thought this yeah. was just a big, you know, I thought a I, big. Um, I, I thought he'd get at least three games. You know, I thought I thought three games would be fair given his history. Well, and um, but like, the eight games was over the top, and the only explanation was they overcompensated for not doing anything on Wilson. So that's my theory on it. Yeah, so. I, you know, I I I kind of have to agree with you, um, but you can't you can't you can't do that. You can't take some money. Out, you can't take money out of somebody else's pocket because you miss another one right and that's just no good so i got i got to show you guys this this is pretty good since you're on joe um i'm gonna go back to uh, a beauty with um 
that we were, I was trying to get earlier, but I'm going to get it right now. Okay. So you guys can see it. Watch this save by Carey Price. Are you shitting me? What an amazing, what an amazing save. That was just ridiculous. Watch this replay. Look, the net's wide open. Look at this save. Unfucking believable. Look at this wide open net. Wide open net. Every Makes single sense. Toronto fan must have just gone absolutely bonkers that he missed that. Jason Spezza is going to have nightmares about that one forever. I, forever. Look, if Montreal ties it, and I, I predict Gallagher is going to tie it, and Caulfield is going to win it in overtime, wow. Spezza is not going to sleep the rest of the season. Like, that's... <laughs> No, the game's over. No sleep all summer, right? That, I mean, yeah, granted, uh, <laughs> it's it's Carey Price. It shouldn't surprise you with Carey Price because he is so good. Solid. But that was yeah. So I was watching. I was watching uh, that uh, that's that other um, network that airs hockey here in the states, which is terrible. And they had uh, they had their their and that their analysts on there, and they showed the replay of that goal. And Dominic Moore, who was one of the analysts, was doing the highlight. And he's like, and Spezza has a wide open goal. And Carey Price makes an amazing save. What? That's all you got for me? That's all, that's that's all you have for me? Like, I would have been jumping up and down. I would have been screaming, saying, like, all sorts of crazy stuff and excited about that save. And Dominic Moore goes, oh, Carey Price makes a big save. I, that's why, that's why I have to be back on television because I'll yeah. bring some excitement you have to be. back you to have it. To be. You know, I'll the, bring the, the excitement of watching. I know what you guys feel like living, sitting in your living rooms watching these games. I want to bring that same energy through the television to keep you energized. And I that just frustrated me so much just watching that that replay analysis. I'm like, come on, man. I like this. I like having the game on and listening to you, Jr. Like this is, <laughs> it's it's absolutely <laughs> the coverage has been awful. Like it, it's it's so bad. It's not even worth talking about. Uh, maybe so, maybe one of these times, this playoffs, this this these playoffs rounds, we'll do a, a watch watch a game with Jr. And we'll just talk about everything that's going on. All right. I love it. I think that that. How about you guys? How about you guys in the chat line? Would that be fun if we did like a let's watch a game with Jr. Because <laughs> It's it's pretty funny because I I swear like a like a banshee and I get really riled up when I see something stupid or I see somebody bail out and not play the game the right way and I get really excited when I see a great play like Carey Price. Yes, I got yes. Gina says yes. Ryan says yes for sure. You got to be on ESPN. Joshua, that would be awesome. So I appreciate that. Joe, it's been great. Hi, Thanks for coming. Have a great on. show. Go have go. Good. All right, boy. I'm gonna remember if hey if they. If if Gallagher ties yeah. it and Caulfield wins it, I'm calling you tomorrow for your picks. Okay, buddy. All right, bro. That's <laughs> a plan. I'm a homer here. So, so really, really good stuff. Really good stuff. Um, I think I gotta I gotta give away my my bobblehead and my 
my picture. And I think it's only right, I think it's only right to do this because um, he has been an amazing, an amazing part of my show. And um, I'm gonna bring him on really quick and just tell him, tell Dude, him. Dude, I'm gonna get choked up. <laughs> there it is, right here, John Duffin. Um, <laughs> You've been such, such an important part of my show since I came on, and you're oh on every night. You you are a very loyal watcher. I see your name every time I'm here. I know you're from Philly, so I'm right? going to be giving you um, my bobblehead, and I'm going to sign the picture to you. So I want to see it right back on that table that's underneath the light so I can see the bobblehead. Yeah, right? So you okay. saw that you know, with the cool lights? So we'll put it next to the puck? And the other two things. I think you're freaking awesome. My buddy Leland's on tonight, um, who was watching his book. Oh, Leland, I love it. So, right, so he's like, I love it. Oh, and he's, he's just like you with the no masks and all. He, he's, you'll love him. Um, you'll love him. But I love him. And I, 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 everything that you do, I just, I, like I said, it's just, you know, you're, you're just great good people. I couldn't be happier. And uh, that means Thanks, a lot. Buddy. Have, you been watching, have you been watching any of these playoffs, pal? Yes. Yeah, so, I, 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 I would say stay e I, I typically stay east. Just like I said, I was I was actually out and uh, I was out west this weekend, but I, I'm an east guy, so I am looking at a very tight series between Pittsburgh and the Islanders. And just who do you think is coming out? You just said it two minutes ago that they this, are. This, this, this is the one. This is the one. Yeah, this is the one that I was re really, really hard to figure out because Pittsburgh really came on strong at the end of the right. season and Crosby had such an amazing season. I think Crosby's going to be up for the Hart Trophy. That's how good of a year he had, mm -hmm. quiet, quiet, great. But their whole team has learned to play grit, with grit, with tenacity, yeah. playing under a system that Mike Sullivan has got for them. Mm -hmm. But they these, these teams both play very similar styles, right? They can play defense. They can play offense. Uh, both of them have edges to them. Both of them have very good leadership. I didn't know who to pick. I was surprised that Pittsburgh won this this division, to tell you the truth. Um, and, and now they're about I'm to actually, go in OT. They're about to go in OT and now. Yeah, and they're going to go in OT again. And yeah. I have, I'm literally, I'm, this, this is a coin flip for me. This is a, okay. such a coin flip for me. But I would have to say, because Crosby and Malkin, that – and Latang, I think Pittsburgh is going to find a way to win this because they have the most, the more cagey leadership, and you know, two of the best players ever. So I'm going to go with Pittsburgh in this one. That's awesome. I got friends in both places, but I'm, I'm probably leaning into Pittsburgh. A but you can't, you can't root for the Pittsburgh Penguins. No, you why? can't. Well, you know why? Because I'm a Flyers fan. So I'm <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. people from out of Pennsylvania assume that they're the same thing, and and you just can't. So, as I said, but That's for a couple right. friends of mine that are fans, so yeah, it, it, who do you see them, the winner of that series, who do you see them going against? Nobody's going to be Boston. Oh, I don't, nice. let's see. That, I got you. Um, yeah, I don't see, I don't see anybody beat Boston in that. Boston. I got you. They're too strong. We'll see. We'll see what happens, but um you know, I think Boston's going to roll. I think Boston's going to roll. So does Boston play Tampa or or might be missing this? Boston plays Washington. No, that's right. Okay, that's, that's right. So 
I just think I think Boston rolls right 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 on to the finals. Hey, one last thing, non-hockey related, which is you came out of the computer thing in the beginning so well, because that reminded me of every second sales presentation I ever did for 28 years. <laughs> this, was, this was all of them. And then somebody's getting sweaty and getting ready to start crying, and you didn't do any of that. You, you rallied, so you my did great. Palms my, my palms are still sweating. Tell, well, I'm telling you, so. you, you did great. You freaking rallied, and it was awesome. And I love it. Thank All you. All right. Well, we're, 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 we're yeah, we're gonna we're gonna reach out to you. We're gonna get your address. We're gonna I think we have your address already. We yeah, sent you a puck, but we're gonna send. Right. I'm gonna we're gonna join the puck with the bobblehead only. And I did that because you're you've been so loyal and you're a Flyer fan. And Thank you, I know everybody on here at some point will get something. So John, you're the best, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Steve Luker, I will get you on the next show. I know you're waiting the whole time. I will definitely get you on the next show. I th got to thank everybody out there. Heather Palmer, who always comes. Carla, who always comes. Noah, you guys are great. Shane, you were awesome. Corey came on. Mark, um, just awesome. You guys were fantastic tonight. My buddy, Brendan. Craig, Niner, brought some big takes, buddy. Big takes, Niner. He did great. So um, really appreciate you guys joining. That was a fast hour. Um, I'm telling you what, let's, I cannot wait to see if Edmonton chokes again tonight and gets four straight. <clears throat> Unbelievable. So everybody until Thursday, I will see you, um, with, uh, with another breakdown of what's happening, but until I see you Thursday at 5:30 Pacific time, 8:30 Eastern time, bring a friend, let them know how much fun it is, especially coming on the show with the knockers. I want to see your friends. Gina brought some friends tonight. Joe Manuel brought some friends tonight. Uh, we got uh, a lot of people that are um, that can help me out because I see all of you. I see you in the chat. I see you in the attendees. Tonight was one of our best uh, attended shows yet, and I got to thank you for that. So until you, I see you on Thursday, you know what to do. Keep your head up. Thanks for joining, everybody.